we are developing students for the industry, career technical education, so that they become our replacements. These young people have chosen this opportunity to get a jump start on their career. They'll have a better idea uh, about what they want to do and what they're good at by the time they leave high school. There's some great opportunities for these students that are coming out of the career and technical programs from Henrico County. Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Henrico CTE Now. I am Rashawn Garnett, and with me I have Mike Roberts. And today we are playing an away game. I was about to say another away game, but last time we were at the Ace and our Hermitage. Does that really count? As an away game, that's kind of away like for same. us. It's not our. It's not the Bat Cave. Yes, yeah, not the Bat. <laughs> not the CTE Bat Cave inside yeah. the CTE offices. But like I said, here we are inside of the Enrico Federal Credit Union, the West End branch, uh, right here on West West Broad Street. Got another guest for you today. But first, I want to check. I want to remind you to check us out on social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all at the handle Enrico CTE. Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. You can find the podcast on all of your major and minor uh, podcast venues, such as Apple, uh, Spotify, Google, and a uh, bunch more. bunch more. So every, however you want to listen, wherever you want to listen, we have you covered. Just search in RICO CTE now, yep. and you should be able to find us on mm-hmm. your favorite platform. All right, let's get to our guest today. We, are, we have the pleasure of speaking with Mr. Chris Williams, President slash CEO of Henrico Federal Credit Union. And I added the slash because that's what it said it on the website. So I was like, <laughs> I'm going to say President slash CEO. Could you say President and CEO? Would that work too, uh, Mr. Williams? Absolutely. You should say that as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I want, to say, I want to say thank you so much for coming out. Well, thank you so much for allowing us. Um, especially in today's climate, to come in here. And we are socially distanced. We have mm-hmm. a, a, an appropriate amount of distance between us coming out into uh, your branch here in the West End and, and hang out and, and talk a little bit about uh, your industry with you. So speaking of that industry, how did you get started, Mr. Williams, here in, uh, in, uh, in finance and in, 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 uh, business? Sure, absolutely. Um, so um, <clears throat> I've been in finance for about 27 years. Um, graduated from York College in Pennsylvania with a degree in finance and a concentration in uh, money and banking. And uh, was very fortunate to, uh, after graduation, um, I got a position with a consumer finance company and a management training program. And I like to say I was able to learn everything from the front door to the back door of, that, of that business. And eventually found myself here uh, in 1997 here at Henrico Federal Credit Union. Okay, so how long have you been with the the credit union, and how did you make that? What, did you, what were you starting out as? How'd you get in the door, and how'd you end up where you are right now? Sure. So um, after I was at the consumer finance company, I was actually in Culpeper at the time, and I wanted to come back to Richmond. Um, so I had an opportunity to work for a um, savings and loan, savings bank, I guess you would say, uh, here in Henrico. Uh, I was there for a few years and saw the opportunity at Henrico Federal Credit Union. Um, thought it'd be an opportunity to grow and to do something a little bit different. Uh, so I joined the credit union again in 1996 as the operations manager. I was in that role for just about five years and then had the opportunity to move into the uh, president CEO position uh, in 2001. All right, so how would you compare those two positions? I know I'm going a little bit off the sheet here. So how, <laughs> how would you compare those two two positions? Like, what were the biggest changes for you, and how were you able to, I guess, adapt to those changes? Sure. Um, so there were some similarities. Um, so at the time, the operations uh, manager position um, was responsible for managing more of the, the retail operations, so the branch operations. 
Um, so I kind of saw everything, um, if you will, kind of on the, the front side of the house. Uh, and the CEO position uh, had a, a bigger uh, view of the credit union uh, managing um, all the operations, um, you know, finances and things such as that. Um, so I like to say that my opportunity to be in the operations manager role for five years uh, did give me a good foundation for when I moved into the CEO position uh, because I knew all the day-to-day operations and day-to-day um, aspects of the credit union. Awesome. So um, how did you how did you get interested in finances to begin with? So it was like, oh, welcome Monday, you know, or you always had a knack for math or and we, we'll get to that math part sure. in a second here. Yeah. But like, so how, how did, what, what made you interested in finances to begin with? Good question. Um, there's nothing that really stands out specifically. Um, you know, in high school, um, kind of gravitated sometimes to more leadership type positions, different clubs and opportunities at school. Um, and I knew I wanted to do something in the business arena. Um, so um, kind of stayed focused, you know, through high school. Um, when I went to college, um, you know, picked my, my, my path, my degree, and just kind of stayed on that through my career. Okay. All right. Was there anything uh, that you did maybe uh, prior to college that maybe helped you out in the long run? Um, specific to finances, no. Um, nothing that I can think of specifically. Uh, but I did have some great um, learning opportunities from a, a first job perspective. Uh, my first job in high school was actually working uh, at a library as, a, as a, what was called a page. Uh, basically, primary job responsibility was shelving books. And um, something I always like to share with folks is um, typically a shift was about three hours after school and uh, there were a few other pages. On average, you would put away about one cart of books during your, during your shift. Uh, but sometimes I would maybe put away one and a half or two. And some of my fellow pages came to me one day and said, hey, we're only supposed to put away one cart of books. I was like, well, no, actually, I think it's at least one cart of books. <laughs> the minimum is one <laughs> The cart. minimum is one, <laughs> right. one cart of books. Um, so that's something at an early age that I learned, and I've kind of taken that with me through my career, and I try to share that with others that don't just focus on doing the minimum, um, but try to do more than, than maybe you have to or more than what's expected. And then hopefully that will help uh, you either as a student or when you get in your career uh, to be able to continue continue to grow and advance. So basically just just do your best. If you can yeah. do more, do more, right? Correct. And yeah. if your best is doing one rack of books in, in an hour, but if you can reach for more and aspire for more, do more, right, Mike? Yeah, and, and don't let others pull you down. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> because it, that's, that's something that I've heard a lot of times myself. I mean, in the past, it's like, you know, why are you working so hard? Because I'm, I'm just doing my job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doing your job and you want to do it well. Well, it sounded like, you know, did you grab towards your, more of the leadership positions that you were talking about in school and such, but you obviously had uh, a, somewhat of a love or passion for for I don't it, it seems like um, in in banking everybody thinks you know well you must really love math but yeah. I mean did that really come into play also somewhat or is it really just you just wanted to really be because you, you said you really wanted to be in, involved in business sure so so, so probably not the probably math. the business side versus more, the math yes absolutely more the business side than the math side um, I think I personally I enjoy 
seeing something grow and being a part of that growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think in, in the world of credit unions or in general business world, that's something you hopefully get to do is to take an organization, help to guide it, help to develop it, and help to grow it. And that's really where more of my passion was and is. And then, of course, being with a financial institution, the math kind of comes along with the, with <laughs> yeah. the job. It comes right. with the territory. Right. right. But the um, I guess now when there was a – had been a point where it's like I'm really liking the banking side mm-hmm. versus – another type of business you know this was this was your passion what, what was there a point is there something that you where you go at you know what i'm I, this is where i really want to be yep um so i can answer that question kind of more specific to credit unions uh, okay. so i shared my briefly shared my path to getting here to the credit union starting out with a consumer finance company mm-hmm. then moving to a uh, savings bank and then to the credit union and um Another life lesson I learned in my first job, um, being at the consumer finance company, and that was really my first exposure to seeing how credit works. And uh, with the consumer finance company, um, we we a lot of our business was basically helping folks um, finance home purchase, not home purchases, but like home goods, so mm-hmm. furniture and things like that. Right. And being able to look at the cost of credit to say, okay, well, I'm going to get my my bed and my nightstand and my dresser, and it's going to cost me X amount of dollars, but after I pay the payments for two and a half or three years, it's going to cost me Y, right? Right. And being able to see that firsthand on paper kind of gave me insight that uh, from a consumer perspective, maybe it's better to either shop around for a better rate or even better yet, maybe plan for that purchase, save for it, and then what you would have paid for the purchase and the finance, you can get more furniture or put some of that in savings or whatever the case might be. So that was kind of my first uh, exposure in the world of finance, if you will. And then kind of from a passion perspective and deciding where you want it to be and kind of spend your career, joining Henrico Federal Credit Union and understanding the difference between a, a bank and a credit union in our philosophy um, really, for me, was somewhere I wanted to be um, at a credit union. And that's what has driven me to be here now for, for 24 plus years. As, a, as a, you know, a banking customer, somebody who comes in your door and maybe they've always been with a bank in the past, what makes a credit union different than a bank? I mean, there's a lot of people that probably would ask that very question. Is it the same? Is it not? Sure. So uh, from the outside, I would say it probably looks very similar, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So your products and your services are going to look very similar at a bank or a credit union. Uh, But the biggest difference is our structure. Um, A credit union is a um, not-for-profit cooperative, uh, and we're owned by our members, and we're actually also controlled by our members through our volunteer board of directors. Um, So really everything we do from sun, sun up to sundown, is really for the benefit of our of our owners, but our owners are our members. Mm, um, so okay. we're doing everything for our members. Uh, and then they have a voice through their ownership in the credit union to help guide us as well. Um, so that's the biggest difference, really, the structure and, and how the credit union is positioned. Okay, so speaking of structure, uh, let's talk a little bit about different positions uh, inside of uh, the credit union uh, you know you hear wor- about working at a uh, credit union or even working at a bank 
uh, in general, how much math is involved? And do you have to really enjoy math a lot to work here or work in finances or work at a credit union or work at a bank? So every position at the credit union is going to involve some level of math uh, because we are dealing with uh, our members' money and their finances. Um, some positions are going to require um, more than others, uh, but everyone's going to need to have a, a good understanding of you know basic math. Wouldn't say you have to love math, but you definitely need to. Um, yeah. Understand, it. It. understand it. Understand it. Understand it. And enjoy I, it. I was about to say respect it. Respect it. Gotta respect the math. That's a yeah. great that's a great uh, <laughs> great word. Um, but probably more important or equally as important um, as understanding, you know, basic mathematical concepts um, would really be um, more your ability to uh, be analytical when you're looking at numbers. Uh, what what do the numbers say? Um, you know whether that's you know using statistics to to look for trends, or if it may be working with a member to help them make a decision between buying car A or car B, or or financing at the dealership versus financing at the credit union, and being able to do kind of the the analytics, if you will, or seeing what the numbers mean and then explaining that to someone else. Right, so just not, not only, you know, knowing two plus two, but understanding yeah. what two plus two could equal for somebody Correct. and why that is important. And on that topic, you know, we talk a lot about financial literacy. CTE also covers business courses. How important do you think financial literacy is to the community uh, as a whole? I think uh, financial literacy is uh, probably more important today than it's ever been. Um, how we live our lives is very different. Um, you know, we don't necessarily use cash the same way we used to before. So now if we're using a credit or a debit card, that kind of separates us a little bit from our from, from the money that we have in our account. Right. It's a little bit easier to swipe as opposed to like pulling out like 100. You could swipe 100 easily and you feel a little bit less connected because you're not giving that dollar away, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the shift to plastic, if you will, um, the, kind of the ease of online shopping, uh, I, I think very much can can help people maybe spend more than they were planning to. Uh, so I think financial education, financial literacy is more important today than ever. Uh, really understanding um, money, understanding credit, understanding interest, whether that's on the loan side or the deposit side, will give people knowledge, and then hopefully with that knowledge, they can then use that to help um, self-regulate, if you will, when it comes to spending or budgeting or whatever the case may be. Yeah, I'm still uh, working on that budgeting and spending <laughs> piece, especially with, with Amazon, man. They got that click to buy real quick. Dude, <laughs> I have got to remove my card or something <laughs> because, Mike, I get myself into some financial issues when I, when I see something that I think I might need and I hit that click to buy and then boom, it's right there. My financial to me. My, my financial advisor lives with me, so she's, <laughs> she's like, what did you do? What did you buy? What did you buy? <laughs> you, you use the card. <laughs> but, no, but no doubt, right, Mike? I mean, yeah. financial literacy is just something like many of the CTE courses, something that you'll be able to use whether you get into uh, the business career, whether you work at a federal credit union, where you wor work at a bank. It's something you can use. It's really one of those life skills. Right, right. I just, I just think that um, it is so important for students. Uh, I think maybe sometime in the past it might have lost some of its value 
when it came to uh, part of teaching kids growing up. Yeah. Um, maybe the parents weren't um, promoting it as, as like they used to, and maybe even the, the educational institutions weren't. But I really do think it is so important right now because, it's, you know, when it comes to the CTE world, we're all about um, getting kids ready to go to college, to go to their first job, their career. Go to college go to the military. and be ready for life in general. Exactly. Really. And in all those aspects is they've got, if they don't go with that, that skill set of being able to handle their own finances, I think that it's something they're going to struggle with for, for a long time. I know I, I, without my wife, Michelle, I, I would be horrible. I'd be <laughs> Shout a mess out to right Michelle. Now. Exactly. Exactly. So thank you, Michelle. So, but um, I think it's really important that, um, that we have the business classes and the financial uh, classes that so that the kids get exposed to that because we can't sit there and tell them you know this is the path to the career you've chosen and in many of those cases those students are like yes this is the career but I also want to be my own boss I want to be, own my own business and they're never going to get to that point where they could open up their own business despite their skills without having that financial piece in their pocket, they're going to have a difficult time getting started or keeping it going once they do. I totally, so. I totally agree, Mike. We are uh, speaking with Mr. Chris Williams, President slash CEO, or President and CEO of Henrico Federal Credit Union here on Henrico CTE now. And uh, Mr. Williams, how how do we better promote that? How do we better promote financial literacy uh, from a uh, schooling standpoint? Uh, one of the things I, that has already happened, but I think we continue to build upon, is the economics and personal finance courses that are offered through Henrico County Public Schools and elsewhere here in the state of Virginia. Um, I think that's going to hopefully give uh, students a good foundation, to your point, that they're better equipped uh, to move out into the world after graduation. Um, I think as adults, as parents, um, making sure that we listen to our young people um, I shared, I think, before we started recording today that I have two children, both in high school. And it's, I think, as adults, sometimes as we mature and as we age, we forget some of the basic questions uh, that young people need answers to. Uh, so as a father, it's been very kind of eye-opening sometimes to hear my the questions my, my children ask. And that reminds me that when I'm working with young members of the credit union or working with my staff on how we help to educate our members, that we need to make sure that we listen uh, to, to the needs of young folks and kind of how they think and what they need to know. Uh, because sometimes as adults, we forget what it was like when we were 16 or 17 years old. Yeah, so how, how does that work? How does the onboarding program usually work here? Like say I'm young and I'm interested in working for the uh, Federal Credit Union, Henrico uh, Federal Credit Union. How does that work? Because a lot of students are worried about like having like little experience and then coming in and the big fear is getting it getting here you know what i mean in a job that or in a field that they are excited about and you know just not knowing enough to make the grade sure so in the case of the credit union uh, we have had opportunities uh, in the past and, and hopefully also in the future where we have worked with um, students um, with henrico county public schools that were interested in learning more about and being a part of the credit union. Um, and in that case, we have just worked with them really just from the ground up uh, to help um, train them and educate them on, on what is involved in, in being an employee of the credit union. What does it mean to help assist another member 
uh, with their financial transaction, um, what it means to be a cooperative, what it means to be a credit union, and just try to lay out those foundational um, items so that that student will be better informed and better prepared. Um, how is it that the, the credit union gets involved with the community? I, I know that there's, a, there's, there's probably a lot of things you'll do. Because you are um, the, the actual members are part of the community, uh, which separates you all from the, being a regular bank, how do you all get involved with that community? Uh, so in lots of different ways. Uh, one, of the, one of the ways we're most involved is probably through our financial out, outreach. Uh, we have a full-time uh, financial ambassador that goes out into the community, into the schools, um, and is a resource to, to teachers uh, to provide financial education in person when we can do in person. Um, <laughs> when, that, when that decides yeah, to come back. Yeah, <laughs> when that returns, right, eventually. Um, so through our financial ambassador being out in the community uh, is, is a great way we try to you know, provide community outreach. And then for, for young people that come into the credit union, uh, we have programs for them as well, um, you know, helping them get their first checking account, uh, possibly opening a youth uh, certificate account that pays a higher dividend rate so they can actually see their money working. Oh, that's nice. Um, and then for our youngest uh, members, uh, we have something called the Rue Crew, uh, which is a, a youth program, um, and they pro we provide financial education through that as well. Um, We've tried to adapt we, since we can't always be face-to-face. -face, our team here at the Credit Union has done a great job uh, moving programs to Facebook Live um, so that folks can still be a part of that and join us virtually. Um, and if they can't watch us right then, the great thing is they can watch us later. So Right. Yeah, it's stay, it's saved right there. So yeah. you kind of get a video on demand uh, type of And you can effect. go back to it later. Yeah, you can always go back to it later, watch a little bit, go mm -hmm. back to it. Um, like I mentioned earlier in the episode that business is one of our, is, is under the umbrella of CTE. So just talk about the importance of career and technical education uh, and all. So I think uh, career and technical education is a, is a great opportunity for students to um, learn real-world experiences, have hands-on opportunities, uh, and really kind of get to uh, see career paths uh, more in a, in a real-world setting, uh, opposed to maybe just reading about it more in theory or things such as that. Um, so I think that's very important, uh, letting folks have that opportunity to, to learn by doing uh, versus simply maybe by um, again, reading about it or listening to a conversation or something like that. Yeah, so. I, think, I think the nice thing is is that it's, it's an it's an opportunity that the students wouldn't normally have, and then they get to do something in high school where they can maybe try something that they find out this is not where I thought I was gonna go. Yeah, <laughs> didn't, this is not I thought it was gonna be cool, and but now that I've tried it out, now they can change paths. Where if they did that later such as the, the many students who change their major in, in college because once they get there and they go, this is not where I wanted uh, to go. Tax on a whole a half yeah. a semester and things Exa like that after that. Exactly. After that that hands-on experience, actually getting real-world knowledge of a particular career, I think is so important for high schoolers um, and even middle schoolers because the amount of programs that we have in the middle schools too and give them that opportunity so they can try some different things and so that by the time they graduate, they know better where they're going to be. So how does that help you guys out in the long run, too? Because I'm sure like having more, having better prepared students coming out of high school, you know, or into the workforce or out of college and then working for you guys, 
How does that help you guys out in the long run? Well, I think anytime that a, a young person has that experience in the workplace is going to benefit any employer uh, when someone's coming in new, uh, that they already kind of understand some of the basic responsibilities of what it means to have a job, um, you know, what it means to show up on time, to schedule your leave appropriately. Workplace readiness. Our workplace oh, readiness. Yes. I was thinking yeah. the same yeah. thing, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think that benefits the credit union, but any other employer as well that may be um, hiring a, a younger employee. Uh, so I think that benefits us greatly. All right. So what do you see for the future of, and this is the last question here so we can wrap things up, because I'm pretty sure you're you're pretty busy, busy as president slash CEO, president <laughs> and CEO. <laughs> so what, what do you see for the future of, uh, you know, CTE, career technical education, as far as the business world is, is concerned? The first thing that comes to mind is just continuing to evolve um, with society. Uh, as the world changes, we need to change with it. Um, and that's going to impact our, how we educate and uh, how folks learn as well. Um, you know, I said a few minutes ago about listening to young young people so that we can make sure that we help them. And uh, to me, that that's critical. Um, as things change, we have to change as well, especially in our industry. Um, you know, not that many years ago, people would do more things in person and now things are being done more online and more electronically so we have to make sure that the skills that we're sharing and, and providing to to our young people are ready for that uh, that world yep the only thing that remains constant in the universe is change yes exactly <laughs> so you got to be able to adapt so i want to thank you so i want to thank you so much mr williams for coming out or I would say coming out. I want to thank you so much for allowing us to, to come, come out and invade your space here at, at the uh, West End branch of Henrico Federal Credit Union. Thank you so much for being on Henrico CTE now. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, guys. That's it for us here today. I want to remind you to check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, all at the handle Henrico CTE. Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. You can find the podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, um, Radio.com, on and on and on. It's major, minor podcast venues. Go yeah. for it. We got, it. Hey. Like it, subscribe. Click on the button. Click on the button. Like and subscribe or whatever is uh, appropriate, uh, you know what I mean, for whatever platform you listen on. Just search in Rico CTE now, and you should be able to find us. All right, guys, again, that is it. I've been Rashawn Garnett. For Mike, for Mike uh, Roberts, I don't know why I want to call him Mike Williams there. Mixed you guys up right there. <laughs> for Mike Roberts, for Chris Williams, I'm Rashawn Garnett. Until next time, so long, everyone.